episode three. Holy shit. Holy shit, episode three. We made it. We made it. I'm all out of breath because I was just doing push-ups just to get the blood flowing. It's a little ritual, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Friday, March 30th, 5.16 in the morning. We're doing it uh, this early because normally, well, normally, I've done it twice and now, you know, normally. My goal was to do it every Thursday night, but something came up last night. I wasn't able to do it, so, you know, I'm kind of used to waking up at 5 in the morning because at least three days a week I go to the gym at 5. And so, you know, I've come to kind of appreciate the the morning because, you know, I wake up before everyone and the house is nice and quiet Get to get my coffee, kind of sit down, prepare for the day, whatever that entails. I mean, I mean, let's be real. Usually I'm just scrolling through my phone, answering emails, answering text messages. It's funny because a lot of my friends were on opposite wavelengths and they'll text me. I'll get a text. Um, I'll see their text rather. I'll see their text and they came in at like 2.30 in the morning. And in my, I mean, it's not not like it woke me up or anything, but in my head, I'm like, motherfucker, like you text me at 2.30 in the morning on a Wednesday or technically on a Thursday or, or whatever it is. You text me that late at night, like knowing goddamn well I'm probably asleep. Like most people are asleep, right? And that's fine. But in that case, pardon me if I reply at 5.15 in the morning when I know you're probably asleep. You do what you do. I'm going to do what I do. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, so I'll, I usually wake up at uh, at five, and I, on the weekends it's not five. On the weekends it's probably like it's on the weekends it's usually around six forty-five or seven. I get myself a few hours, and usually that's because I stay up a little later. And so you know, I spend a little while going through my phone, answering emails, tweeting back people, texting back people, scrolling mindlessly and aimlessly through bullshit. It's probably not the best way to start your day probably not the best way to start your day. I tell you, even though I'm I'm somewhat used to being up at this hour, I am not used to being up at this hour and needing to function, at least in terms of mentally. Usually I just head straight to the gym on autopilot. And before you know it, like, I'm like holy shit, I'm lifting weights. How the fuck did I get here? Wasn't I just sleeping? And now here I am talking on a microphone, sipping coffee, in my little office slash recording studio slash library slash, I don't know, sanctuary. I know what we're not going to call it. If you heard episode one, you know goddamn well what we're not going to call this. But anyway, that was a very long-winded, kind of scattered-brained way to start this thing. So my name is Zach Gadzooks, if you're nasty, and this is the third episode of On the Way Down, being recorded at now... 521 in the morning. This is the theme song to my podcast. I stole this song off the internet because I needed a theme song for my podcast. Please don't sue me. Please don't sue me. I couldn't do it tonight because I have to leave Saturday morning. I have a flight at 645 in the morning. And I'm kind of used to that as well, but I'm not used to traveling with my family. Usually I just crawl out of bed. If, if I'm taking an early flight, I'll crawl out of bed. I'll shower the night before, crawl out of bed, throw on some sweats, brush my teeth, drink a gallon of coffee, call an Uber, sneak out the house like a motherfucking thief in the night. 
No, I'll kiss my wife or whatever before I leave, but I'll say my goodbyes to my son the night before. But this time, I have my family going with me, so that is kind of an entirely different dynamic. A lot more to consider, but at the same time, at least my wife kind of, my wife definitely, uh, we tag team my son, and he's easy, he's easy. Uh, she'll she'll pack him up, what have you, and then, uh, you know, he's he's a little anxiety. He inherited that from his, well, he inherited it from my my wife and I. From my wife, he gets scared of things like flying and you know, microwaves and bookshelves and, you know, just the scary shit in life. And for me, he gets scared of judgment, not being fulfilled. But so, yeah, he's 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 feeling a certain way about flying, but he's also, you know, he's excited. He, he don't get to go on planes very often. Yeah, I think the last time he was on a plane was several years ago. We went, I took him to Reno and uh, so tomorrow we're going to Atlanta for uh, an entire week. My mom stays out there, so we're going to go visit her. It's in Blue Ridge, Atlanta. So we fly into, not Blue Ridge, Atlanta. That place doesn't exist. It's uh, Blue Ridge, Georgia. So we fly into Atlanta, and then we are going, I think it's like an hour an hour north uh, from Atlanta is Blue Ridge. So we're going to spend a week there. I think the last day or two, my wife and I are actually going to drive to Atlanta and leave my son with my mom. And because I honestly, I've been all over the world. I've never been to Atlanta. I'd like to see what that's all about. So when I go to new places, I like to spend at least a day just kind of walking around the city the entire day and, you know, shooting photos and getting coffee and I mean, traditionally going into bars at all hours of the day and getting hammered and then walking around the city in a, in a fucking, in a, in a drunken stupor. But we ain't going to do that this coming week because a motherfucker's gone three weeks without alcohol. And I got to tell you, goddammit, I feel pretty, pretty, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good physically and all that, but I also feel good about the fact that, holy shit, I'm not dependent on it. As much as I thought, yeah, I got urges, yeah. But what I've been doing is, every time I feel the urge, okay, you gotta do something. You're not doing enough. I mean, it, that, that could be anything, you know? Hit up your son, tell him, hey, let's go, uh, let's read this book. I'm reading him The Hunger Games right now. Because I've been wanting to show him the movie, but we don't have it on, we don't have it on DVD, and... We had the fire stick, but that took a giant shit. So I got to figure out, you know, what the alternatives are. I just, it's not going to pay for movies. What, the fuck? Like, what kind of animal you think I am? So I got to figure out a, 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 the new way to do it. Um, if you have suggestions, tweet a motherfucker. Let me know. So, yeah, we haven't I haven't had the opportunity to show him the Hunger Games. So I'm like, yo, I got the books. I got all three books. I'm like, yo, turn off whatever the fuck. I don't know what you're, whatever he's doing. Let's go, uh, let's go chill. I want to read you this book. So I'm reading and I hate, I hate reading out loud. I've, I've hated that since I was a kid. Something I never got over. I don't mind speaking in public for the most part, but I, I hate reading in public. And what's cool is he, you know, I'm not going to catch any judgment from him. And even if I do, you know, go fuck yourself. I made you asshole, but I'll be reading. And then I'll see in, the, in my peripheral, in my peripheral, I'll see my wife enter the room and then naturally like my reading will get all fucked up i'll start stumbling and stammering like a fucking fourth grader doing that popcorn shit you know what the popcorn shit is if you went to public school you went you know what the popcorn shit is you know you're reading as a group which i i always fucking hated 
Because I mean, first of all, yeah, I was the the stammering kid who, when they had to read out loud, they you know like the the dog went over the hill and b- 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 barked. Um, I don't know what story that was from, but um, it sounds riveting. But yeah, it's when you're reading as a class and, you know, one person's reading. I I think the teacher probably starts it off and then she's like, after a paragraph, she's like, popcorn, Jeremy. And then Jeremy takes his sweet ass time reading. And then there's always that one kid who wants to read. They'll like raise their hand. It's like, motherfucker, you know the rules to this. You can't, you can't voluntarily be popcorned. Motherfucker, you can't popcorn yourself. All right, put your motherfucking hand down. You're going to read your motherfucking eulogy, you popcorn me after, I'll tell you that much, because that's that's what I'm getting at. Motherfuckers would read, and they'd be like, okay, popcorn, and they'd scan the room, because it was like a little way to fuck with people, like, oh, that guy's not paying attention, I'm going to popcorn him, and then he'll be like, what, where where are we, and then he looks like an asshole, and then we'll all laugh, and we'll have a good time at his expense, and I'll feel fucking powerful. But yeah, they'd be like, popcorn, scan the room, and I'd just be glaring at them like, motherfucker, you better, I, I wish you would popcorn me. It's going to be a motherfucking problem. And they'd be like, popcorn, and they'd lock eyes with me and like, uh, Jennifer. Like, yeah, you motherfucking right, Jennifer. Go ahead and read, Jennifer. They popcorned you. Oh, you wasn't paying attention? Well, she got to get your life together, Jennifer. You're fucking up, Jennifer. This is school. Fuck else should be on your mind except... You know, the dog running over the hill to bark. This is important shit. These are the building blocks of our future, Jennifer. Anyway, goddamn, I don't know. At this point, I'm I'm surprised I'm even able to form sentences. I, 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 like I said, I'm up this early often, but I, I'll be talking to motherfuckers. I'll, I'll walk in the gym. That's the worst thing. I walk in the gym and they're like, good morning. I'm just looking at my, yo, I, I'm not an asshole. I'm a friendly dude, but. Motherfucker, it's five. It's it's five fifteen in the morning when I get there, and you see the sleep in my eyes. I I mean, low key confession. I don't brush my teeth before I go to the gym. I don't brush my teeth before I go to the gym. Not and I mean I okay. I only go to the gym at five in the morning, right? So that's why. I mean, it's not like, well, I gotta go to the gym later on today at seven p.m. Can't brush my teeth today. It's not one of those deals. It's like when I roll out of bed, like what I'm supposed to turn on all the lights and wake up my wife, make a big make a big event out of it. Nah, I'm trying to get up, get the fuck out, go lift some weights, and I don't want to talk to anyone there anyway. But every once in a while, uh, I'll run into someone I know, and it's no hard feelings. But I'm just like, yo, honestly, you got my socials. Hit me. You want to know how my life's going or whatever? Hit me. Matter of fact, hit my wife. You can't though. She's non-existent on on the internet and um part of me is jealous of her and the other part of me i mean we it comes down to we live different lives my wife and i she she enjoys being anonymous and com- a complete mystery to the world and all the people in it who know who she is but you know she's not she doesn't have the uh the burning desire for attention that i do so yeah, it works for her. Me, I, if I drop off the face of the map, I, where would my identity be? And so, you know, we we do what works for us. So you can't find her on the internet. You can find me everywhere on the internet. I'm Scarcity is not a thing I believe in in terms of my public persona. 
So yeah, I've been reading my son The Hunger Games. I can read nice and loud and clearly and confidently when when it's just him and I. And then my wife walks in and fucks it up. I allow it to fuck it up and she looks at me. She's like, sorry to interrupt. I'm like, no, you're good. You're good. No, 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 really, you're good. Just, you know, get the fuck out of here. No, I don't say that. Um, he's into it. I mean, I love that shit. I don't know. Listen, if you don't like The Hunger Games, that's fine, right? But if you're one of these people who give other people shit, other grown adults shit for liking Hunger Games, go fuck yourself. For real. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your life. Let me enjoy my life. The Hunger Games is tight to me. That's just mad tight. The story's dope. Shit's tight to me. And it's tied to my son. So there's that. I've been doing that. I've been trying to, do, every time I get the urge to drink, which is, you know, again, all the time, I, uh, I'm like, right, well, apparently you're not being productive enough because you let your mind calm down enough to think about stupid shit. So as soon as I feel that way, I'm like, all right, well, what's on my list? What's on my, uh, my daily goals list that I haven't accomplished yet? What's something that's not on the list that you know, we could, we could do anyway, like reading to my son. I feel good. I feel good. And frankly, I feel really good about this little new, this, this new piece of equipment I bought. I'm recording this on a Zoom H6. I just bought it on, I don't know, Tuesday or something, Monday or Tuesday. And I got to tell you, this, this is a bad motherfucker, man. This is a bad motherfucker. So the last episode I, I was talking, I think I was talking about, I would most likely buy a new microphone. And I probably still will eventually, I, I assume. But I wanted a way, because up until now I've been recording. So the self-provoked episode, I recorded that on a mixer. It's a Behringer Xenix 1204 USB mixer. And then I would shoot that signal into a Tascam DRO5. And if 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 you're not an audio person, if you don't know equipment, then you don't know what either of those things are. And that's fine. That's fine. Like it's one of those things I didn't know either till I needed to. And I don't make you dumb or me smart. It's just the way the shit is. But so, you know, I won't spend a lot of time on this, but if you're wondering, so, and then the solo podcasts I've been recording straight from the mic into a Foxerite, a Focusrite, something like that, the little red audio interface. And then that's been going straight into GarageBand, which I know isn't the best software, but it gets the job done, baby. It gets the job done. I got a, I got a, a fucking, I got a pirated version of Pro Tools too, but that's a little overkill when all you're doing is talking. You're talking shit. I ain't going to add, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not micing drums or making beats or no shit like that. All I need is my voice. So there's that, but that wasn't, is not mobile at all. And like I've been saying, I've been, you know, I want to get guests on here pretty quickly, I think. And so I didn't want to have to lug all that shit around. Plus, you got to plug it in. So there has to be a power source. And sometimes motherfuckers are weird about you plugging a bunch of shit in to their their house, their outlets and shit. Or maybe, you know, what happens if, I, I don't know, I go camping and I want to podcast while I'm camping. And a motherfucking electric. I'm, I'm, supposed to, I'm supposed to take a generator out there or some shit. It's going to be all loud. It just, it just wasn't ideal. And so... I, I researched ways to do this mobily and 
the Zoom H4n kept coming up. That's the one everyone everyone uses. I know like Stone Cold Steve Austin has a podcast apparently, and he, that's the one he uses because the difference is you can plug your mics right into the shit. And so I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. So I did some research, like how does the sound, how are the preamps in it, blah, 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 audio shit, audio shit. And everyone's saying they love it. And then in classic internet fashion i'm looking at the zoom and and i'm like all right cool i'm probably gonna buy this bad much it's like 200 bucks right which isn't like that's a drop in the bucket but i'm like you know it's, it's a good little investment i could probably sell the mixer for 150 make a lot of that back maybe sell the task cam for 50 bucks so you know there there's the money right there no problem so i was gonna buy it and i think i'd even added it to my cart and then again in classic internet fashion i glanced down and customers who bought this were also interested in this I'm like ooh, what's this down here it's another little audio recorder but it has four xlr mic imports or inputs imports inputs as four holes we could stick mics in and shit my whoa four oh and the screen is colored oh and there's knobs on it so you can adjust the gain for each level you don't have to push buttons and shit because like what if i'm recording you and we each have a mic and oh yeah that's another thing so these recorders the old way i was doing it you can put several mics so there's several mic channels but it all spits it out into one file so if i'm recording someone and they fucking burp while i talk i can't take the burp out because it's on the same track as I, and then I would, I would, if by taking the burp out, I would also take my vocals out and it would, it would just wouldn't work. It's not a bad way to do things. It's just not the way I wanted it. I like a little more control. I got, I got control issues. You know what I'm saying? So, and furthermore, what if someone's voice is mad, like pitchy? What if they're real high pitched and then another dude's voice is super low? Well, I'm supposed to, I can't adjust. I can't EQ that. I mean, I mean, someone who knew what they were doing probably could, but I don't, and I don't care to spend time figuring out how to do that. It just wasn't working. So this way, it spits out a file with my voice and spits out a file with their voice. You throw it in the software of your choice, you mash them together, you bounce it, you keep it thorough. And so I was like, cool, we're going to go there. So this one has four. I was like, ooh, four. And on the other one, if I'm recording a guest and they're talking too loud and I see it kind of clipping I can turn down their gain on their mic but I have to like press a few buttons and go into the into the the user settings or whatever and like adjust it that way which isn't the end of the world obviously but this way there's a fancy little knob right there and it says one there's four knobs it's one two three and four that being mic one, mic two, mic three, mic four. So if the person on mic four is, is all excited and talking too loud, I just twist his knob a little bit. No homo. And if uh, if the chick on uh, mic two is, you know, she's a little mousy and she, she don't talk and she ain't following directions. Like, hey, can you uh, can you get closer to the mic? And, you know, those people like, oh, yeah, no problem. They get close for a second and they sit back like, no, we'll see. You're still talking. So uh, do I have to explain this? Every time you talk, why don't you just adjust your seat so that you're closer to the, it doesn't matter. I can boost her gain up. So I just have way more control here. It sounds, uh, it sounds phenomenal. It has this low cut, low frequency cut 
something or other where I can take out all the all the real low frequencies, any frequency under I think it's 80 hertz. I don't know what any of that shit means, but I'm being told by, you know, 12 year olds on YouTube that that kind of accounts for all the the low noises the the hum from your refrigerator any like if you have the air condition on which i'd never do but if i did you wouldn't be able to hear it uh the 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 fan in my computer so on and so forth all those little things that you don't really think about until you you play your recording back and you're like fuck i can hear in the background no one wants to hear that shit if you if you don't have to so hopefully this takes that away and then uh, it has some built-in compressors so if i get too excited you know it levels it out a little and it sounds clear and sounds buttery and i i i just couldn't be happier furthermore the mic i want to get it you need something called the cloud lifter because it the mic needs extra power it's not phantom power again if you don't know what any of this means forgive me um but the point is I, I wasn't able, I wasn't getting the mic I really want because it's a $400 mic. And in addition to that, you need something called a cloud lifter, which is an additional 150 And that's not even cool. Like I'll spend $400 on a mic because a mic is cool. It looks sexy. It's all that, you know, but, but then, oh, I need this little cord that no one's going to see that it, all it does is make it sound better. Like it makes it, it makes the mic do what the mic is kind of fucking supposed to do. The whole reason I'd buy it. Uh, now, now we're paying five fifty for the mic. I don't know about all that, but the point is I've spent, I haven't bought that mic in uh, two years, I think, because I knew I would have to buy that extra attachment. This thing makes it so you don't need that attachment. So now I can get the mic I want to get. So this bad motherfucker ran me, what was it, 375 You know, not cheap, not cheap, but cool shit's not cheap, man. Cool shit's not cheap. It came in a little little carrying case. It came with uh, a few mic attachments so you could put it on uh, the top and kind of record the room, record on the fly. I wouldn't record a podcast like that unless you had to, but um, you, it'll definitely sound different, but it won't sound bad. In fact, the last video I just put on YouTube, it's uh, it's called It's All Your Fault, was the first time I recorded the audio with this thing. So normally I would record off my iPhone, and so I would just use the, the built-in mic there. And fuck with the levels a little bit in Premiere Pro, which is the, the, um, the video software I use. But so now what I'm doing is I'm setting this recorder on my steering wheel. And so I'll record the video on my phone, record the audio with this, sync them up in post, mute the audio from the video, and then use this audio. And it's so much cleaner. It's, it's a goddamn game changer is what it is. It's one of those things like, fuck, if I knew how tight this was, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have lived this much of my life without it. But, you know, we learn. We learn, we progress, we grow. So I'm, I'm real happy. I've, I've made shittier purchases, I'll tell you that much. And uh, I'm real happy with this. So if you are in the market for, you know, if you want to start podcasting, you got a little money to throw around, I, I highly recommend the Zoom H6. It's all portable, runs off batteries. You can plug it into the wall so you don't have to use batteries. Like right now I'm plugged in because why would I use batteries? I'm, I'm at home. But it's something like a five to six hour battery life you can take it around you can record plug your mics in i could fucking record i could podcast on the plane and it would sound just like this more or less give or take 
but you know plug your mics in hit record no 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 plugging into walls no no anything and and you're good to go it's the move it is absolutely the move so again zoom h6 about $375 I don't get sponsored by them god damn it I'm just I'm trying to help you out you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to help you out. If you get the shit for cheaper online, do that. I, I'm I was impulsive and I was like I literally from from the moment I discovered this thing existed at all to the moment I checked out was probably about twelve minutes. I read a lot of reviews, all of which were really good, and it just made sense. Sometimes you get that feeling, and it goes beyond like, oh, I want that. I want a lot of shit, but. It it went beyond that. It was more like, yo, that's the move right there. Like, that's just gonna change everything. And goddamn it, it did. Sometimes you gotta spend some money and uh, make your make your life doper. If you if you can swing it, go ahead and swing it. So that's that. I'm not sure how long I'll go today because it is now 5:46 in the morning. I gotta wake up my son about 6:15, and then I'll get ready and you know, I'll take him to school, so on and so forth. So something I wanted to, two things I wanted to talk about before we get any further with this podcast. A few people now know that this is a thing and they've asked me, you know, what does the name mean? What is on the way down? So here's, here's, here's what it is. So there's an author. You might have heard of him. His name is Ray Bradbury. Wrote books like Fahrenheit 451, Something Wicked This Way Comes, uh, some other ones. Very famous American writer. And he, one of his quotes is, he says something to the effect of, I like people who take risks, people who jump off cliffs and build their wings on the way down. When I heard that, I heard that several years ago and I was like, whoa, that's a bad motherfucker right there. That's a bad motherfucker right there. What a way to, what a, what a way to put that because that shit's terrifying. I mean, when's the last time you jumped on a, off a motherfucking cliff? I, I've jumped off a cliff exactly never. I mean, at least like into water, yeah. But like, I'm talking about jumping off a cliff and believing in yourself enough to know that nah, before I hit that ground, I'll figure out a way to fly. That's what it is, and so much of life is that way. You miss out on so much of life by not jumping. Cause I mean, who? I mean, who wants to slam into the motherfucking ground? Not a whole lot of people, I would assume. Oh, no one wants to slam into the ground but everyone wants to fly so that's the thing everyone wants to fly no one wants to jump off the cliff right you want to stay up on the cliff and take your time crafting your wings and painting them and making them look nice because i mean what you're gonna fly with with you're gonna fly with regular looking ass wings nah you want to stunt on these hoes you want your wings to to have a nice spread you throw some glitter on them bitches so that they gleam in the sunlight you know so motherfuckers know so motherfuckers recognize, like, oh, look at that dude. He's, he's, he's up there flying. He's up there flying. The the idea being that when you don't have to build your wings because you have all the time in the world. You have all the time. Hey, well, as soon as I get these wings done, I'll start flying. That's all I got to do. I got to make these wings. So if anyone needs me, I'll be up here making these wings. And uh, it'll probably take anywhere from, you know, a couple days to you know, the rest of my life. And, uh, but, but, but as soon as they're done, baby, we'll be flying and you never jump off that cliff. You never jump off that cliff because you don't have to. Why would you jump off the cliff? You're comfortable up there. You have a goal. The goal is to make your wings, right? Your goal isn't to fly. 
You think the goal is to fly. You think that's what you're working toward. You're not. You're working toward building your wings, right? So flying ain't even on the agenda yet. By jumping off that motherfucker, you're like, well, I, I either got to fly or die. I think that's, wow, I just blew my own mind. Holy shit, you just witnessed that in real time. We grew up listening to Nerd, which is Pharrell's group, and his album, was it his second album? I don't know, but it was called Fly or Die, and I've said that probably a million times, you know, by talking about his album or their album, and I just now put that together. I bet that's what he's referencing. If it's not Ray Bradbury specifically, it's, I, I, I mean, it has to be the same concept. God, Pharrell's a bad motherfucker, man. Pharrell's a bad motherfucker. If you're looking for a bad motherfucker, look no further. Look no further. I don't want to hear no shit about, oh, he does the Despicable Me songs. Go fuck yourself. You better recognize a god when you see a motherfucking god. Pharrell's a god. Pharrell is a god. Um, I'm getting off topic. On the Way Down is essentially a kind of tribute to, I mean, Ray Bradbury, but also just that quote and the idea and 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 to anyone who has the balls to kind of jump off a cliff and with no wings you're staring at the ground you're like yo I, i'm going to fly or this is going to end badly but either way this shit is happening right now because i can't stay on this goddamn mountain anymore it's just whack up here it's just mad whack up here there's bears and shit there's mountain lions trying to eat me and shit motherfucking indians and Native Americans, rather. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I can't be politically correct when I got arrows and shit in my ass every other day. I'm dodging motherfucking tomahawks and shit, but I'm be like, the Native Americans are out of control. Like, nah, that's a motherfucking Indian. You're so worried about what I call you, stop, stop trying to scalp a motherfucker. So you jump off the cliff. You're like, yo, I'm either going to die today or we're going to fly today. But either way, I ain't staying on this motherfucking mountain a second more. And... The, the part no one wants to talk about is sometimes you fucking die. Sometimes you slam into the ground. And well, I guess uh, that's that's uh, the end of that story. But I wouldn't even say that that was the wrong choice, right? Because if the alternative is living your entire life on the mountain, again, being attacked by wild animals and obsessing over your wings when it doesn't matter what color your wings are, just fucking jump off. If that's the alternative, then I, frankly, a lot of uh, me and a lot of people like me, we'd rather slam into the ground because that's a, uh, let's get this shit over with. If I'm just waiting to die up there on the cliff, let, let's get this shit over with. Let, let's see what happens next. If anything, if nothing, that's fine too, because I won't know the motherfucking difference. But sometimes if you're really about that life, if you know, it's probably a mixture of skill and luck and goddamn just the gull the balls, the audacity to even be like, nah, I'm jumping off this bitch and I'll see you guys in the sky or you'll see me in the sky. Hopefully you've been nice to me while I've been on this cliff because I, 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 I might just shit on you from the sky. I might just shit on I'm, I'm not talking about, I'm, 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 I'm not talking about dissing you or talking, talking shit to you. I, I'm talking, I might literally shit on you. So I hope you got an umbrella, motherfucker. I hope you got an umbrella. So that's what on the way down means in a nutshell. And I want to talk to people. I want my guests to be people who kind of live their lives that way. Uh, people who, you know, whether they are musicians, 
actually trying to make a living off of their art uh, are people who own businesses. I, I have someone who owns a store, a um, an apparel store. We're going to get him on here. Just people who kind of, the term is live life on purpose. It's more than following your dreams. Everyone got dreams. Everyone got dreams. There's no shortage of dreams in the world. But very few people are like, yo, I mean, not only is it scary, it's scary as fuck because you're going to get judged. It, uh, you're going you're gonna to risk and, and often you are going to look like an asshole. You're going to say something that you thought was funny that, you know, not only wasn't funny, but it was kind of offensive, but not at all in like the funny, cool, charming way. Uh, you're going to make something that you're proud of, but it's shit to everyone. And then you realize, yeah, I kind of always knew this was shit. I should uh, maybe rethought this one. But that that's that's a lot of anxiety. A lot of anxiety comes with that. Um, and so, you know, that that's part of the process dealing with dealing with the judgment and allowing yourself to fumble and fuck up and do do stupid ass shit because no one's above doing stupid ass shit. No one is exempt from that. And when you put yourself in such a position that you, you know, you're, you're, you're going to fumble in life. Everyone fumbles in life, but when you do it on, on a, on a public platform, I mean, that takes balls, man. I I don't give a fuck who you are, what you do. If you have the balls to kind of fail in front of people time and time again, you're a bad motherfucker in my eyes. I don't, it doesn't matter. Like if your music's trash to me, if, uh, if the book you wrote is trash, if you're running from president and I don't agree with any of your policies or, or your general outlook on life, it doesn't matter if you're going to put the effort in and expose yourself and make yourself vulnerable in front of, in front of as many, as many people as you can, you're a bad motherfucker to me, man. Cause in my circle, we forget that normal people don't do that. We're the, we're the exceptions. And, uh, we don't give each other or ourselves enough credit for that. And then, you know, there's the financial, there's the financial side of that where, you know, you spend a lot of money on, I've spent a lot of money in my life on my, my little hobbies and my dreams and, and my, my obsessions and my passions. I've spent a fuck, I've spent a lot of money between photography, music, uh, podcasting, um, uh, I mean, shit, those things alone, like we're talking, we're talking thousands of dollars, you know, and that's a lot of money. I'm doing all right, but I don't have money to just throw. These aren't, these aren't me. This isn't me splurging. It's me investing in myself. If I wanted to splurge, I would have bought the mic I wanted, but I invested in a piece of equipment that is more practical and it not only makes this process easier and more practical, but it actually motivates me to keep doing it because I'm actually looking for, if, if the goal is to build a house, how motivated would you be if you're like, well, I got a whole box of popsicle sticks and, uh, all the glue, I, all the glue I could possibly ever ask for. So I'm going to go build an entire house complete with plumbing and electrical outlets and, so and everything that goes into a house, I'm going to build it with popsicle sticks and glue. How motivated would you be to do that? Now, how mo- how motivated? Granted, for the sake of the the uh, the analogy, that's probably not the best one. 
how motivated would you, uh, I was going to say, for, for the sake of the analogy, just assume you know how to build a motherfucking house, all right? How motivated would you be if someone handed you all the good tools and was like, yo, go build a house. Here's, I don't know, house building tools. You'd be like, all right, word, I could do that. And you might even look forward to it. Yeah, like today I'm going to lay the foundation. Tomorrow, you know, we build in, we build in, we build in the walls. And then I'm going to install the, you understand where I'm going with this. I don't have to, yeah. So now I got a cool tool and it sounds good and, and, and it looks tight and I, it, 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 it's motivating me because I got to tell you, I wouldn't have been nearly as motivated to wake up at five o'clock in the morning to do this if I was still using the old shit in the garage band and it just, uh, it's fucking miserable, but I was just forcing myself to do that. And you don't have to, if you don't have to, don't shit, spend some money, make your life doper. I work all day. I make money. I, I'm, I'm not in, I've never been interested in dying with a, a lot of money in my bank account. Fuck all that. Well, don't you want to leave it for your kids? Fuck my kid. He can make his own goddamn money. <laughs> that sounds terrible. I only mean, you know, like 80% of it. But I feel like my son, and this is, this is real. This is what it is. I feel like my parents never gave me a huge lump sum of money and I would never expect them to do that. But I'm, I'm, that's kind of enabled me. It's kind of forced me to make shit happen for myself. The same with my wife. We, we do all right. We make shit happen for ourselves. And that's because we, we never got any handouts. We've had help along the way. Absolutely. I don't even know where I was going with any of this. Um, the point is, so, oh yeah, that's where I was going. So the, that's the financial aspect of it, right? Because you're, here you are, you're spending money on equipment that you need, that you want, so on and so forth. So that's, that's part of it. That's a huge part of it. So that's the, the insecurity, the financial stress, the financial risks. And then there's the time factor. Like learning how to do all this shit, learning how to use all this shit takes a long time. And I'm just talking about you know, the shit I do. I can't imagine opening a restaurant. The the amount of time that would take. I know a few people who've opened restaurants and I wouldn't trade places with them. I've trade places with them now because their restaurants do very well. So anytime you guys want to trade, let a motherfucker know. But the year it took them to start up all the goddamn, the red tape, all the contracts, all the, the fucking, the, the bureaucracy of the whole thing. And it's almost set up so that you have to, if you want to open a restaurant that there's, there's, there's nothing more similar to jumping off a motherfucking cliff and hoping you can fly and forcing yourself to fly. Cause I know people who have opened a restaurant and a year later, because you know, they're waiting for licenses and this and that they're waiting for some dick with a clipboard to come through and be like okay okay and the doors open yeah and the windows uh, you can see through the windows and yep yeah it's good that's good uh let's see the water runs and yep okay yeah okay you got your restaurant i've i've known i've known people to to open a restaurant because that was their dream that was their passion and a year later you know they start paying rent on the place day one and here the the city's fucking with them for a whole entire year. You still you can't open for a year. You still got to pay rent every single month. 
under the assumption that oh, as soon as this shit opens, it's gonna it's gonna crack, and then I'll be able to pay off all this debt now, right? That's scary as fuck. Imagine if that was your apartment, right? Imagine. I mean, that's probably not the best analogy, but imagine that. Imagine you you spend money every month to be able to operate this place and by operating it, you make money. You not only, I mean, you at least have to break even. So you can't break even if you, if you're not allowed to open, right? That's already scary. Imagine if it was just like, you know, the cost of your apartment, what's an apartment in Los Angeles, like 1500 bucks average, I would assume. Imagine that. Imagine you're paying 1500 bucks every month and you don't even get to live there right? For an entire year. How would you feel about that? Now, imagine the rent is $50,000 a month because I know someone who went through that. $50,000 a month for 12 months. That's a lot of money. And they weren't allowed to open and, and they could have thrown in the towel at any time. Yeah, you sign a lease and all that shit. There's probably penalties, but I guarantee the penalty ain't as high as fucking $50,000 a month. So you just take the L, you cut your losses and move on with your life. But they're like, nah, we're going to fly. I'm still falling. I jumped off the cliff when I signed that contract, when I decided that this is what it is. This is what we're going to do. And I'm still falling. No one ever said how far down the ground is. Like, nah, I I, I don't know if I'm, uh, I'm going to keep falling until I fly. Tell you that much, and but when I fly, it's it's fucking on. And sure enough, they started flying, and now they've paid off all that debt and then some. They're they're essentially balling, and good for them because they anyone who takes that risk, goddamn it, you deserve riches. That kind of spills over into the financial aspect of it, but the amount of time it takes to to do things like that to open a store to open a restaurant to start a podcast to to make an album of music to to write a book to do all these things things that they fulfill you but they also you also hope they fucking pay your bills because everybody got bills everybody got bills and that's the dream right there that's the dream to to chase your passion to chase your dream to find an unparalleled sense of fulfillment and it's paying your bills and then some like that's the dream and anyone who faults you for wanting that they're just upset that they never accomplished what they wanted to accomplish and frankly they were never going to accomplish it because they don't have the motherfucking balls to pursue it that's what it is so anyone who feels it don't even listen to people don't even listen to people like consider the source in at all times in life consider the source if you're getting good feedback consider the source that's important too people don't talk about that enough cuz that's not a new concept considering the source in terms of criticism you're like yeah well i mean of course this guy feels this way about me like look at his family look where he came from like look look at his own life right but at the same time that you should take criticism with a grain of salt when they're coming from you know unreliable sources you should also do the same in terms of praise and, and encouragement, right? Because it's also, it's a little different because the intentions are different, right? The intentions are good. And I don't care what anyone says, in, good intentions are good. But when you have someone who is encouraging you, like, what are you basing that on? For instance, say you're rapping, say you start rapping and you know, you, you make an album or you make a, a song and you show someone and 
that person is like, wow, this is tight. This is really, yo, this is really tight. This is like, this is almost as good as, I don't know, Young Jeezy or something. Right? And like to me, no offense to the motherfucker, like Young Jeezy has always been trash to me. I never, ever liked Young Jeezy. To me, I realized that's, it's a compliment in the sense that they like Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy is a really weird example. I don't know why my mind went there. Let's do Will Smith. Say someone's like, yo, this is really good. Like, you're just like Will Smith. This is great. I'd be like, okay, well, first of all, Will Smith's kind of a sensitive subject because Will Smith's a bad motherfucker. Will Smith's a bad motherfucker. Anyone who doesn't think Will Smith's a bad motherfucker, kill yourself. Don't really. I'm just, I'm sorry. Don't talk shit about Will Smith, okay? Will Smith's a goddamn god. But I don't really want to make a make music like Will Smith. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to make getting jiggy with it. Like, you know, it, that song has its place in the universe by all means. It it, it deserves the light of day. Because, I mean, that's yeah, a good song. I don't give a fuck. If you can't dance to getting jiggy with it, we can't be friends. You take yourself far too seriously and, 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 and you're probably a miserable person. And you're fucking up my motherfucking vibe. But with all that having been said, I don't, I don't want to be the guy to make the next getting jiggy with it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, 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 I dare to say I've never got jiggy in my life. I'm not even sure how one would go about getting jiggy with, with anything, let alone it, it, like it is it. That's like, what else is there to get jiggy with? If you're not getting jiggy with it, the all encompassing it, everything's relative. Everything's relative. Where that person's like, wow, this is great. It's just like Will Smith. You thank them for the compliment and you're like, okay, I got to change the direction I'm heading. If you want to be the next Will Smith, do your thing, baby. Do your thing, baby. Will Smith is sitting comfortably. Will Smith Will Smith ain't missed a meal in a while. So if, that, if that's what you want to do, do your thing. But if, if you want to be someone else, if you want to, you know go a different direction with it and and you know you're being told you're being compared to Will Smith you might want to you might want to go back to the drawing board and re-strategize a little bit is all I'm saying so yeah so consider the source every time positive negative indifferent always consider the source right frankly I I, I don't remember how this ties into on the way down and Ray Bradbury and all that I'm just ranting it's it's now 6 15 in the morning I've only had one cup of coffee and uh, I'm going to go drink about six more after this. But yeah, that's kind of the origin of the name of this podcast. And when I was making music, I, I wrote and recorded and performed several times a song called On the Way Down. Maybe I'll play it on this podcast. I have I never put it out um, on the Internet. You will never find it on the Internet. I mean, right now. I don't know. Who knows? I don't say never because who knows? Maybe it'll be on there eventually. But it's an old song. It's several years old at this point. When I had a band, we used to play it live. I played it at the House of Blues, and it was it was fucking tremendous. I've gotten a lot of good feedback on that song. It's one of my favorite songs that I've ever made. So you know, maybe I will put it on this not 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 on this episode, but eventually, eventually, I gotta go listen to it. You know, and then there's the uh, the obligatory cringing. I got to cringe about it a lot, freak out about it a little while, and then, you know, maybe I'll throw it on here. You'll hear a, uh, what am I, 32? So I would have been maybe 27, 28, 
something like that. So you'll hear a 27 and or 28 year old me, not and you can't be 27 and 28. I don't know why I said and or 27 or 28 year old me. So yeah, that's, that's on the way down. Um, that's what we're doing. Granted, I'm just podcasting. I'm not changing the world. I'm not, I'm not curing cancer. I'm not saving lives here. We're just starting a podcast, but I'll tell you what, it costs money. It costs time. It costs energy. It, it costs, you know, there's insecurities. There's, there's, there's the fear of being judged. There's a fear of failure. A lot of shit goes into to podcasting and to just putting yourself out there, whether you're making videos or music or writing books or whatever. Motherfuckers don't get enough credit. You know what I'm saying? Not me, just all the creatives. We don't give, get enough credit because everybody loves what creatives do when they when they find a creative that they like their output, like, oh, I love that person. I love that actor. I love that writer. I love that musician, right? But then your friends start trying to do it, and you're like, oh, now he wants to be a musician. Oh, what are you, what are you a fucking movie star? What are you, a movie star? What are you, a wrestler? What are you, you you're going to be in the WWE? Is that what you're going to be? Like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what a shitty thing to, to, to judge someone about. I probably have some pent-up aggression. You're probably hearing that. I feel like I just ranted this entire time, but um, again, it's really early. I just wanted to keep myself on schedule. I, I'm trying to do them every Thursday night, but something came up last night. I got home late, and I was like, I, in a way, I'm sitting and talking on a microphone, so I'm going to get myself at least you know six hours of sleep, wake up fresh and rejuvenated, drink some coffee, and you know see see what this is talking about because again as i said in the last episode this isn't what the person i am this isn't what they do they don't wake up that dude doesn't wake up at 5 a.m to talk on a microphone right the person i want to be is very comfortable in this realm and actually enjoys it and so i did that to kind of echo what i talked about in the in the previous episode don't do the things the person you are would do if, in fact, you aren't happy being the person you are. Do the things the person you want to be. Do things that that person would do. If you want to be a famous podcaster, well, sometimes famous podcasters wake up at 5 in the morning because they didn't have time to podcast the night before. The point is you got to podcast. You can't be a famous podcaster if you don't podcast, right? So whether that's 10.30 at night or 5.30 in the morning or on Sundays or on Mondays, or on Christmas, you got a podcast. You got to fit it into your schedule, right? The same goes for anything. No matter what you want to be, there are things you have to do to be that person. So you got to do those things. And it's not an excuse. Oh, I didn't have time. Fuck you. You have time. Make time. A lot of motherfuckers, oh, I, I would work out if I if I just had time. Oh, really? Because I'm there. That shit don't fly with me, baby. That shit don't fly with me. Unless you work graveyard shift or some shit, there ain't no reason you can't be at the gym at five in the morning. Being tired is not a reason. Yeah, I'm tired every goddamn time. I'm tired every time. I don't need a goddamn cookie. I don't need an award or a medal, right? But you, I, I'm not, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not, remember, we were just talking about considering the source. Okay, I'm, you're the source and I consider you full of shit. 
it's nothing personal. I'm not, I'm not being malicious about it, but it's like that. Now I know where you, where you're at, right? Because you're going to tell me you don't have time. Okay. So you must work from four in the morning all the way till two in the morning, right? That's what you're telling me. Cause you say you don't have time. So your, your time from four in the morning to two in the morning every day must be accounted for then. That's what you're telling me. Oh, so you wake up at, at six 30 to go to work. Okay. And then you, you say, Oh, you're normally in bed by 11. I don't know, I'm seeing a big chunk of time there that you're just sleeping, right? And and furthermore, oh, you go to bed at 11 because you watched Netflix from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m.? Huh. Like, I know Lost is dope. I know The Sopranos are dope, but I'm just basing this on you. You said you don't have time, and I don't know. I see a lot of time, so... I'm thinking maybe you're just not prioritizing. And that's fine. That's your prerogative, baby. You do what you have, you do whatever you want. You rather watch the Sopranos than go I got no problem with that. But you can't tell me you don't have time and expect me to buy into that shit and feel bad for you or 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 or, or whatever. Like you don't got to impress me. I don't give a fuck personally. I, you don't got to impress me. You don't got I'm not the principal. I, I'm not your motherfucking your spouse. You got to explain yourself to me, right? But just know that when you come at me on some, you're so lucky you're in shape. Fuck do you mean I'm lucky? Ain't nobody lucky. Ain't no motherfucking lucky over here. I just don't have time. L let's see. Let's see. You say you don't have time. All right. Break down your daily. Break down. What's a regular day in your life look like? Because you're saying you don't have time. Right? That's all I'm getting at. God damn, I keep going on these long ass rants. I think this was stemming. I think I think essentially I'm just patting myself on the back for being up at five in the morning and, and podcasting. That's what I'm doing. And uh and goddamn it, I deserve it. You hear this? That's me patting myself on the back. See this? That's me applauding myself. Oh, I'm an asshole. I'm just joking. I'm, I'm entirely joking. Again, I can't go long. I got to wake up my son basically right now. So I just wanted to kind of get, get, uh, get an episode in. I've gone for an hour and seven minutes, seven minutes of which I'll probably cut out. I've gone for an hour at this point, uh, an hour and eight minutes. So I just kind of wanted to get something on the books. We're trying to do one a week, ideally every Thursday night, but, um, you know, we're just going to, we're going to wing it. We're going to roll with it. But the point is we're going to get one on the books every single week. Next week's going to be complicated because I'll be in Atlanta, as I've mentioned. And that's also why I bought this new piece of equipment because now I'm more mobile. I don't have to worry about charging and it's very compact and I can travel with it easily. So there's absolutely no excuse for not being able to podcast next week. Yeah, I'll be in Atlanta, but I guarantee I'll have downtime, right? I'm going to have downtime. So I'll sneak away for an hour and uh, I'll talk some shit on the microphone. I don't expect anyone to get anything out of this. This isn't going to be the podcast, like the entire show, all the future episodes. They're not going to be just me ranting and talking shit, right? I'm just, again, I'm, I'm trying to get into this mode. I'm trying to get into the routine. I'm trying to get better on the mic. I'm trying to just get comfortable and get, get my bearings of this shit. And then we're going to like, we're going to, we're in the preseason right now, baby. That's what it is. This is the preseason. Um, some people love the preseason, like the diehard fans, diehard fans are always at the preseason games, right? They, they follow them as if it was regular games and people like me, well, I don't give a fuck about the preseasons cause this shit don't count to me, but I'm not a big sports guy. I'm, I'm the opposite extreme. Like, yo, let me know when, uh, let me know when the world series is on. I'll watch that shit. 
Let me know when the Super Bowl's on. I'll watch that shit. Let me know when, you know, I mean, the, the you get the point. You get the point. If you're a diehard fan, cool. You might you might enjoy this preseason. You know what I'm saying? If uh if you're not a fan yet, if if you just want to if 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 this is trash to you, if you're like, yeah, isn't he gonna have a guest? Isn't he gonna is he gonna do anything other than rant and 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 talk about whatever interests his mind? Yes, I am. I absolutely plan on doing that. I got some traveling coming up. I'm going again. I'm going to Atlanta. Uh, when I get back, I'm home for a week, and then I go to Spain, which is tight. We'll talk about that later. And then I'm home for a few weeks, and I go to Japan, Okinawa. I've never been to either of those places, so I'm fucking looking forward to that. Obviously. And how this ties into it is I, now I have no excuse. I can podcast from those places. No problem. And eventually I'll have guests. Soon I'll have guests. I'll have guests very soon. It'll be more structured. And then between episodes with guests, I'll, you know, I'll get on here and I'll talk some shit for the people who actually enjoy this. I don't know what you're getting out of it, but if you're getting something out of it, fantastic. God bless. Um, so yeah, this is episode three, which is a quick one for the books. Uh, the power of habit, baby. The power of habit. Make make habits out of good shit. Make habits out of good shit. You got a bunch of bad habits. I, I, I bet you have a bunch of bad habits. I have a bunch of bad habits, right? So make some good habits. Make some good habits. Um, so this is just me making a habit of this, regardless of what comes out of my face. So yeah, episode three. Thank you for listening. Subscribe, rate, comment, so on and so forth on iTunes and wherever else you can listen to podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. Hopefully we get a, a decent little following before we start having guests. And then, you know, we get up and rolling and, and the universe just kind of smiles on me, smiles on us all. Uh, follow me on my socials at Gadzooks everywhere. That's at G-V-D-Z-O-O-K-S. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that shit. Uh, Fort TV on YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash F-O-R-T-T-V. And maybe in the next episode we'll get uh, we'll get into what that means. We'll get into the the origin of the whole fort thing and exactly what that means because I've been doing that for a few years now and people have definitely asked along the way and I've kind of I haven't really put that out there. So we'll get into that next time. Thank you for listening. The next episode will be from Atlanta, Georgia, and I don't know, maybe I'll drag my wife on here and we'll talk some shit. Maybe that's the move. Eventually, I want to have my wife on here anyway. But again, I want to get good at this first. That way, when she's on here, she's not good at all. And I feel, you know, superior to her in, in even more ways than I already do. No sponsors this week. Uh, I forgot to name them. So I just won't take money from them this week. Just kidding. I'll still take money from them. <laughs>